No, 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 no. Don't worry if you're confused about what's going on in Wayne County right now. Well, it looked like a win for the Trump campaign, but now it's sort of reversed course. Don't worry. We will get into that as the program unfolds. I have an article from the Washington Times that sort of pieces it all together. But what it looks like at this point in time is that Republicans in Michigan were standing up to the Democrats and then for some God knows why reason, Republicans have backed down and for some reason are scared of the Democrats. Now, this is a theme that has gone straight through the entire election, but I really want to know something. Now, before I say this, I understand Black Lives Matter and Antifa, they don't really care about life. Their sole purpose that they've made their lives into, that their goal is to just cause havoc and cause destruction and make other people miserable in their life or bring physical harm or mental damage. Whatever it is that they can damage anyone else that's what they like and that's what they are going to do. So I get that. But let me tell you something. There is nothing to be afraid of when it comes to the left. The left, now, this is the tag that they have. They're violent. They're hateful. They're despicable. They accuse Republicans of wanting people to die. Wait till you hear what Joy Reid on MSDNC had to say today. There is no reason why we should be afraid of these bullies. And that's exactly what they are. They use violence. They use intimidation to get their way to push their political agenda. Now, if you recall, Project Veritas uncovered a video of a Bernie Sanders campaign staffer, Kyle Jurek was his name, and he said, quote, if Bernie Sanders doesn't get the nomination, because remember in 2016, Bernie Sanders was screwed out of becoming the Democratic uh, nominee, and the same thing happened in 2020, but before it happened this time, he says if, if uh, Bernie doesn't get it, Milwaukee will burn. There again, they have to use physical violence because the American people don't subscribe to their ideas, which have now become radical leftist socialism. Socialism has creeped into the Democrat Party, and it is not going away anytime soon. Um, I promise we'll get into Wayne County, but I want to just first highlight an article today in the Epic Times. Election fallout reveals battle between not Donald Trump and Joe Biden, not Republicans and Democrats, but a battle between freedom and communism. Quote, when the founders of our newspaper, again, this is in the Epic Times, fled a communist regime to come to America, they never expected that this great nation would one day become the focal point of the battle between communism and freedom. Guess why Donald Trump did so well in a Hispanic, or a lot of Hispanics live as far as Miami-Dade County goes? Because they understand 
communism. They lived through it. They lived through having to line up in bread lines to literally get food. You know, they they know all about this whole government controls every single aspect of your life. Where is the incentive to do anything? And by the way, you want to know why the Democrat Party has, you know, uh, Candace Owens always talks about this. Candace Owens, a uh, black uh, conservative. Oh, she's taking heat for calling out Harry Styles for standing on a cover of, uh, was it Vogue magazine? Who knows for wearing a dress? And she says, where, where are the menly men anymore? Why is there a guy on a cover of a magazine wearing a dress i understand her argument there but anyway back to the point she says that the inner cities that are overwhelmingly run by democrats and the entire democrat party have become the new plantation well here's the thing as far as minorities go why do you always vote for democrats what is the point what have they done to help your life in the last 50 years they've done nothing this is from a party that is the biggest con job i've ever seen in my life the democrat party is the party of of well socialism now they're the party of the uh the kkk they're the party of racism they're the party of slavery that's what they're doing now to minorities, to blacks, to Hispanics, to Latinos, you know, they want you to over every single election cycle. Here they come. There's the racist Republicans. In what way, shape, or form are Republicans racist? There was African Americans that helped found the Republican Party. It's not the Republican Party that doesn't have your best interests at hand. Republicans conservatives want everyone again not just minorities not just whites but every single american citizen to be the best that they can possibly be we don't want government controlling your life guess what you whoever this is that's listening to this that's hearing this you can be the greatest person possible if government would get out of your way, you work hard for your money. Guess what? Why do you need a government taking it and giving it to people that don't want to get up off of their, you know what, and get a job? You know, the whole welfare state, I'm telling you now, welfare should be taxed. It should be, you know, welfare is there so that if you get in trouble and, you know, an unfortunate event happens, that you can use it until you find yourself a new job get back on your feet i'll tell you what if you start taxing the living heck out of welfare and started incentivizing people who are on it to actually get jobs and not live their whole life being unemployed then we might see people shifting from the democrat party to the republican party well we already saw it as far as this election goes blacks and Hispanics are are moving and shifting towards the Republican Party because they're understanding that it's been 50 years of broken promises and failed democratic policies. How where there's been trillions of dollars that we've thrown at the war on poverty. And guess what? Is anyone improving? 
Was anyone improving before Donald Trump unleashed the biggest, greatest economy the U.S. has ever seen, the whole world has ever seen? You know, blacks, Asians, Latinos, women, youths, uh, disabled, Americans, all the lowest unemployment records that we have ever seen in this country. You want to know why? Because we actually had someone that isn't part of the Washington, D.C. swamp establishment. A man that loves this country. He always says, he always went back to this throughout the debates. Joe, if you and Barack had done a good job, I wouldn't be here. I would have never had to run for president. And another thing that the president always throws out is unity through success, that we were getting unity. People were coming together. Well, here's a headline from the Washington Post last week. Uh, and there's a headline as well from CNN. I'll read them to you respectively, respectfully. Biden promises to unite the country. After this election, is it even possible? And here's CNN headlines. That was in the Washington Post. Joe Biden pledges to unify, not divide, as president. How is Joe Biden going to unify a country when he calls, he says 56% of the country probably shouldn't even vote for him? He has yet, think about this, he's yet to answer definitively, will you pack the Supreme Court? Still to this very day, he hasn't answered that question. How does a man running for president in one of the two major parties in this country, how does he get away with never answering that question? It's beyond me. It's be well, we know why. And if you listen to this program, you know why as well. It's because of our mainstream media. They have no morals. They have no uh, journalistic integrity about them at all. These are our media is made up of the most phony, most arrogant, most despicable, disgraceful human beings I've ever seen in my entire life that are only there to advance their political agenda because they're part of that D.C. swamp. You know, here it is. I always refer to this. The Society of Professional Journalists, the Code of Ethics, Seek truth and report it. Did they ask Joe Biden a single question about Hunter Biden's business dealings? No. Did they ask him about packing the Supreme Court? No. Adding four more U.S. senators as far as giving statehood to Puerto Rico and D.C. goes so that you have four more Democrat senators in the U.S. Senate? They didn't ask him a single question about that. How about Joe you have said repeatedly you are going to ban fracking. Millions, billions, trillions of dollars leaving the U.S. economy if Joe Biden were to ban fracking. Kamala Harris is in favor of banning fracking. Not a single question was reported about that. You know, there's so many things. Joe, do you want to eliminate the Electoral College? No one ever asks him about that. When we know that that's all Chuck Schumer's radical agenda i mean it's it just it, there do they seek truth and report it no do they minimize harm ethical journalism treats sources subjects colleagues and members of the public that's the biggest one there the journalists right should treat members of the public 
as human beings deserving of respect. They don't do that. They don't care about the American people. They care about looking good on TV and making a paycheck. Act independently. The highest and primary obligation of ethical journalism is to serve the public. Do they do that? Of course they don't. We need in this country not freedom of the press, freedom from the press. Be accountable and transparent. Ethical journalism means taking responsibility for one's work and explaining one's decisions to the public. We don't get anything out of these people. They are, they are the most disgusting, most disgraceful people in this country. And they are open now. They are openly supporting Joe Biden. They did, you know, they hold Donald Trump to one standard and Biden to a completely different one. Well, Joe Biden now, he wants to unify the country. We don't have time as conservatives to unify around Joe Biden. We're in a battle of our own. We're in a battle against never Trump Republicans. We're in a battle against the entire Democratic Party. We're in a battle against you, Joe. We don't want to unify with you. You don't want to unify with us. Just be honest. Um, uh, as far as the media goes, I just explained all of that. We don't, we're trying to save the country right now. And you want to unify. Notice that you can only unify the country when a Democrat's in charge. Uh, is in charge it's always different there's one state republicans right they're always they always feel the need to explain themselves republicans have to say uh yeah this is why i'm right after being perceived as wrong whereas democrats they're always perceived in the media to be right it's always as far as republicans go you know i say this all the time and i really mean it one of the hardest things to do in this country is to be a conservative, to be open and honest and proud, to be a Republican, which everyone should be. Republicans aren't racist. Republicans don't care if, you know, we're not homophobic. We don't care if you're gay, straight, whatever the, the ABC's letters of the alphabet go. I don't even know. There's too many to keep up with at this point in time. We don't care about that. We don't care if you're black, if you're white, if you're red, if you're yellow, if you're blue. Who cares? We want all Americans to understand how great it is to live in this country. There's never been a country that gives people more freedom, more liberty, more opportunity than the United States of America. We as conservatives right now understand that we are in a battle for the country. The Democrat Party looks more like the Labour Party in the UK, which has, by the way, gone extremely, extremely to the left. They've adopted socialist principles at this point in time. That's what the Democrat Party has turned into. That's why we're fighting so hard. That's why we can't accept the results of this election because we know that all these millions of votes that happen to magically appear for Joe Biden here's what happened election night and I watched it I stayed up for the entire 
Now, I didn't go to bed till 5 in the morning uh, on the November 4th, the, the morning after Election Day. I watched as 100,000 of these mail-in ballots came into Wisconsin, and just all of a sudden, Biden was winning Wisconsin. Then all of a sudden, wow, Biden's winning Michigan. And Biden's starting to mount a comeback in Georgia. And wow, the president was 700,000 votes up in Pennsylvania. And the lead just dwindled and dwindled and dwindled. Why did they stop the count? Why did they pause the counting? It's simple. It's because they had to see the amount of votes they needed to, quote, find so that Joe Biden could win their states. Now, I don't see Governor Kemp in Georgia doing just about anything whatsoever. He seems about as complacent as they come. Seems to me like he's sort of a never-Trump Republican. But Wisconsin and Evers, Democrat governor. Michigan, Whitmer, Democrat governor. North Carolina, uh, Roy uh, Cooper, Democrat governor. Pennsylvania, Wolf, Democrat governor. The Democrat Party doesn't care about this country. I've said it plenty of times before. Their goal is to have power and to ensure that they destroy this country from within. You know, if you were to ask the Democrats, what is one thing you really truly hate the most? Besides their hatred of Donald Trump, they have a hatred of this country that might be even bigger than that. Donald Trump says they hate me because they hate you. It's really you that they hate. And at this point in time, and I remember Jason Whitlock writing a piece about um, how the people that voted for Donald Trump love Donald Trump and this country. Well, the Democrat Party is hate. It's based on hate. Hate runs in the Democrat Party. And we just, I believe as Americans, don't feel as though there is enough hate, that there's more hate in this country than there is love. I really believe the American people love this country. They love freedom. They don't love communism. They don't love socialism. And Donald Trump stands for freedom. He stands for capitalism. He stands for patriotism. The Democrat Party is the party that's all about socialism and communism and government control of every single aspect of your life. Look at the, the ballots that keep rolling in that we just magically are finding in Georgia. Wayne County, we'll um, get to that momentarily, but it's, you know, do you have faith anymore? Honestly, think about it. Do you have faith in your government? Do you have faith in the election process? Do we have faith in these Dominion voting machines that can just change votes? And by the way, Lynn Wood and Sidney Powell are on top of that, but I think conservatives at this point in time are thinking, hey, Listen, you guys keep touting that you have this evidence. The same goes for Rudy Giuliani. At what point in time are you actually going to produce this evidence? 
can we finally get it out there? There was a uh, Pennsylvania court ruling today that went against the Trump campaign that that'll go um, up to the Supreme Court. So at this point, you really just have to have faith. And we've been saying this for a long time. Well, for <laughs> about uh, two weeks now, ever since the election day, that you have to have faith in the Supreme Court, have to have faith in Donald Trump. And like the Epic Times points out, there's reasons for that. The biggest one being that this isn't Trump v. Biden anymore. It's freedom v. communism at this point in time. Now, all right, so let's get into what was going on in Wayne County in Michigan. So the two Republicans, basically, that were uh, part of this board, they say that they're not going to um, certify the election results. So the Michigan Republican chairwoman, that being Laura Cox, uh, said that the people of Michigan deserve to know what happened in Wayne County. The action will allow more time for us to get to the bottom of these deep, troubling irregularities. The um, election was on the Twitter box. Great page to follow, by the way. I know people aren't uh, interested in Twitter anymore and moving to Parler, which everyone should as far as conservatives go, in my opinion. I have moved there. Anyway, so he says, the refusal of Wayne County in Detroit to certify their election results is a huge win for President Trump. The Wayne County Board, now like I said, with two Republicans sitting on there, found the number of ballots cast did not match the number of people who signed in to vote. The total number of ballots cast in Wayne County was about 863,000. Without Wayne County, Biden's lead in Michigan would flip to a 177,000 lead over Trump. So yes, he says, certifying Wayne County is a big deal. The state of Michigan will now be tasked with attempting certification. The president weighed in on it himself a few hours ago, flipped Michigan back to Trump. Detroit, not surprisingly, has tremendous problems. Kaylee McEnany said that after presenting the 234 pages of sworn affidavits that raised allegations of fraud in Wayne County voting, the Wayne County Board of Canvassers declined to certify their portion of the Michigan vote. Well, then suddenly out of nowhere, you get this come in. Wayne County, and this is uh, from the Washington Times, Wayne County reverses course certifies election results for biden so what happened what possibly happened how can you say no 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 we're not going to certify the results then all of a sudden i mean this all took place within a two-hour period here they say oh yeah we are going to certify the the results what and how what's your explanation here the Washington Times, Republican members of a county election board on Tuesday reversed their decision to block the certification of Detroit election results. The two members of the Wayne County Board of Canvassers voted to certify the results after an outcry from state officials and Detroit voters. So I, I'm like, I, 
what but that's not a good enough explanation because guess what conservatives and republicans not only in wayne county not only in michigan but all around the united states are wanting to know what is going on here uh about three hours earlier the board deadlocked in a 2-2 vote along party lines that blocked certification and kicked the contested November 3rd election to state officials. The failure to certify the results was hailed as a victory for Trump, who is mounting federal court challenges to the ballot counts in Michigan and several other states to reverse uh, Democrat Joseph Robinette. What a name, right? Joseph Robinette Biden. Uh, Joseph, well, Joe Biden's projected win. The Republican board members had said absentee ballot poll books in heavily Democratic Detroit were discovered to be out of balance. The failure to certify would have triggered a state takeover of the canvassing process. Detroit voters, however, protested and listen to this listen to this and accused republicans of trying to steal the election before the second vote that succeeded in certifying the results wayne county board of canvassers vice chairman jonathan kinlock a democrat called the two republican members reckless and irresponsible there you go biden that's how you want to unify a country your people again yelling shouting at us republic you are you people are reckless and irresponsible yeah what are also ugly and chumps right joe unify unify this joe clown chairman monica palmer republican said the poll books didn't add up based on what i saw and went through in poll books in this canvas i believe that we do not have complete and accurate information in those poll books. Yet again, how can you possibly have faith in our election process? Because I, for one, have none whatsoever. So listen, I, you know, if they're going to certify the results and give this county, you know, basically give the whole state to Joe Biden after literally saying that it doesn't add up here then how does anyone have faith not only in elections, but in the Republican Party as well, that yet again is showing they'd rather buy, and, and by the way, Fox News did this as well. Fox News with their Arizona call is saying, hey, we're going to bow down to you, Democrat radic radical leftists. That's what the Republicans in Wayne County are doing tonight, bowing down to the left. Why? The left are a joke. The left are not. What do they use? It, it, physical violence. Oh, so does the right have to push back as far as that goes? The right are trying to save the country. The left is trying to destroy it from within. It, 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 it gets me so angry what's going on in Michigan. How about in Detroit where poll watchers couldn't even watch where they're boarding up the windows something is stinking something is rotten in detroit and guess what it's the democrats and the democrat party again knowing that their ideas will never pass in this country 
So guess what? The only way they can win elections is to steal them. It's disgusting. It's beyond disgusting. Anyway, so we had uh, further news today. I'll get into Georgia momentarily. I wanted to first point out, though, that, well, and, and by the way, this is like one of the most frustrating things that, that I saw today was here we have um, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg, uh, CEO of the Facebook. Those two are testifying again in, same, uh, in, in um, front of the Senate Judiciary Committee in front of the same senators, the same ones pushing as hard as they can as far as Hawley um, from Missouri, Josh Hawley and Texas Senator Ted Cruz, pushing them as hard as they can. At one point, um, Ted Cruz even uh, used the own def the Jack Dorsey's definition of publisher against him, which was uh, incredible. John Kennedy, who is, who is just a, a gift to this entire world, he really is, God bless his heart, uh, John Kennedy, Senator from Louisiana. He started off by saying, you know, Facebook and Twitter are incredibly successful American businesses. And by the way, you know, I don't agree with Dorsey and Zuckerberg, but they are American companies. They do very, just like Bezos. I don't agree with Bezos, the Washington Post and Amazon. No, that's right. It's the same exact thing. But I don't agree with them politically, but you know what? They are American success stories. They deserve credit for what they've done. Again, guess what? I, you can be a liberal Democrat, and if you work hard, which is tough because Democrats don't work, but if you, you can find success, if you work hard, and, and again, that's government getting out of your way and you being successful, not the government, not being dependent on government, but because you have this individualism this independent free thinking that allows you to do whatever it is that you want to do. So anyway, Kennedy stressed that, but then he says, guess what? If you don't employ staff and they don't block you from reading materials, so why don't you let users exercise their own judgment or in other words, you know, first amendment freedom of speech rights, um, to use their own judgment without censorship. I, I I love the argument from Kennedy. Again, how can you how can you possibly be against that? Excuse me again. You know I never can keep the phone on silent while I'm recording here. Anyway, so then you have so you go from Kennedy, who's just tremendous, to the biggest idiot. You could you might even be able to say the biggest idiot in the whole of the United States Congress. Definitely in the Senate. I mean, there's still AOC and her squad in the um, House of Representatives. Mazzy Hirono, who gets on and says, censorship of conservatives, right? We've seen it. Just literally. Don't take my word for it. Just go to Google search quick. Donald Trump tweets see how it's got to be oh at least close to 100 at this point in time have been censored the whole new york post story that was you know you couldn't even share it twitter wasn't even letting you read it but here's what hirono the idiot says censorship of conservatives doesn't 
exist. Uh, is she, how is she a U.S. Senator? Honestly, how? How can you be that dumb? All you have to do is go to the president's Twitter box feed and you will see that he's, be, he's been censored for like two, three months now. It's been nothing but censorship on Donald Trump, on conservatives. Big tech are all in for the Democrat Party. Oh, and by the way, Dianne Feinstein was pictured um, in the hallway uh, of, the, uh, of the Senate chamber. And here is Feinstein talking to her staffer. She's got another staffer right next to him with not a sing, not even a hint of a mask. Now, here's the thing. And now, listen, I could care less about masks. Honestly, you know I hate them. I've just, you know, how, well, not everyone should because I'm wearing a mask. You know, for, if we have a mask on, COVID can't, COVID can't, COVID's not smart enough to, to come around the nest. No, it's got me covered up in the droplets in my nose and my mouth and I'm protecting you and you're safe. Give give me a break. Look like China running around wearing the mask. So Sherrod Brown, Democrat senator from Ohio. Okay, so Dan Sullivan, the senator who was just reelected, I mean finally his race got called in Alaska. So he's sitting down, he's the presiding officer in the Senate president, whatever you want to call him. And he starts off now. Keep in mind again, Feinstein was pictured not and not just pictured by the way. There's a video of her not wearing her mask at all. This is how he starts his speech yesterday. I'd start by asking. Oh, hold on a minute. Ready? I'd start by asking the presiding officer to please wear a mask as he speaks. Dan Sullivan, Senator Sullivan says, "I don't wear a mask when I'm speaking." like most senators and you know what i don't need your instruction right and um ted cruz chimed in senator cruz and says this is idiotic sherrod brown is being a complete other name for a donk i'm not sure i can say it on radio he wears a mask to speak when nobody is remotely near him as a sign of fake virtue Republic, uh, Republican Senator uh, Sullivan was over 50 feet away presiding. Last time I checked, 50 feet is more than six feet. All the, the you know, it was just an act by Sherrod Brown because every speaker with his mask on, you can see from the video, always got, over and over, he keeps trying, he can't, you know, it's, it's, it's hurting him, the mask on his ear. He keeps on adjusting it and fixing it. Nothing more than a political prop. I mean, how, whatever happened, you want to talk about Joe Biden talking about unifying, right? When were we, were we, I thought we were supposed to unify around coronavirus and come together and we got to beat this pandemic. The Democrats have politicized every single, they, they've squeezed it. Everything they can politicize about COVID-19. That's what they have done. More on the Dominion, um, voting systems now here is canada canada yesterday they sent out a tweet elections canada does not use dominion voting systems we use paper ballots counted by hand in front of scrutineers and have never used voting machines 
or electronic tabulators to count votes in our 100-year history. So how about that? Now even Canada's laughing at us. And I want to stick with Canada for a second here. Because Rebel News, which is like, um, it, well, it actually not like, it is um, a Canadian uh, sort of website, publication, whatever you want to call it. And they come out with an article today. And you know what? I've been, I've been sitting back and I've been wondering and thinking, when will he who shall not be named, that being George Soros, when is his name going to come up? Because if there's chaos, if something bad is going on and it's favoring the Democrat Party, you better believe George Soros has to get involved in it one way or another. Now, if you remember, we on this program have called out Soros over... You know what? I don't even know where... There's so many papers in front of me. I don't know where it is um, exactly, but I remember we go through all the time the... Um, oh, you know what? I think the um, Open Society Act. Like I said, I don't... I can't remember where it is exactly, but the Open Society... Not Act, Open Society... Um foundation and soros how he's linked to different leftist democrat groups all around not only this country but all around the world um i'll get it i might do a deep dive into it um tomorrow but anyway so dominion listen to this ready rebel news dominion voting shares office with far left here it is george soros linked group Get ready, the vote tabulation company at the center of several controversies surrounding the legitimacy of the American presidential election shares an office floor with the Tides Foundation. Tides, which recently changed its name to Make Way, is an extreme left, eco-radical charity that directs cash, ready, supplied by George Soros to smaller groups and organizations to advance the globalist agenda of Soros. Again, Open Society Foundation, George Soros, wanting to destroy America and the world. Dominion Voting has come under fire after their vote tabulation machine created a 6,000-vote swing in a single Michigan county. Um, the same machines and software were used in every single county in Georgia and in several other swing states that just sent their electoral votes to Joe Biden. Rebel News was on location inside the Dominion Voting Building located at 215 Spadina, Spadina Avenue in Toronto. And the camera there, and the guy that was doing the um, article, Kean Beck, not, not sure who it is, I'm sure Canadian reporter, and I were actually removed, they say, by a building manager, his crew and him. But before he stopped us for committing the heinous act offensive journalism, funny line, we learned that Tides and Dominion requested the building manager remove all signage and references to their shared building occupancy. Why would they do that? The close working relationship that the company and charities have have raised um, and charity have raises even more concerns about the security 
of the American election, you know, as if we needed any other reason to um, put our have questions about the American election. Yeah, so I knew it. At some point in time, George Soros had to be involved somewhere. Now, they talk about Georgia there, so I want to talk about Georgia because, again, I mean, what are, tomorrow we're going to find votes too? Another county uncovers more than 2,700 votes during Georgia election audit. A historic audit of Georgia's election, and this is in um, 11 Alive local um, Georgia publication, Georgia's election continues to make progress toward a deadline of tomorrow at midnight. Counties such as Fulton and DeKalb have said they've completed the process, while Gwinnett and some others appear to be near the finish line. The most significant change discovered in across the state so far came last night in Floyd County, where officials said they discovered about 2,600 votes that had not been previously counted. That batch gave President Trump a net gain of about 800. Well, now they're finding in uh, 2,700 votes. So it's like, is this just going to continue to happen? And now Project Veritas themselves are getting involved in the Georgia recount because James O'Keefe says, um, and this was yesterday, he put this tweet out, Georgia recount auditors call multiple ballots for Joe Biden that were actually marked for Donald Trump. So he's got a video of this guy, auditor, and he says this, quote, so a second person was supposed to be checking it, right? So three times in three minutes, she called out Biden. The second auditor caught it and she said, no, this is Trump. Now that's just while he was standing there. So does the second checker catch it every time? This lady three times in three minutes got three wrong. He says, well, because the next table, Cobb County, I went to right after that. The only reason why I went to that table is because there was one where the first person reading it handed, to, handed it to her and she wasn't even looking. What is going on in Georgia? That's what I want to know. And just a, a few hours, you got Cuomo, CNN's uh, Fredo Cuomo saying that Trump is lying his you-know-what off about election fraud. Now, I wanted to just um, take a minute here to report on this article in, um, oh, by the way, before I forget, there's a um, um, the uh, Trump war room just threw out a tweet headline from uh, six months ago in May. Fact check, this is an NBC News. Fact check, coronavirus vaccine could come this year, Trump says. Experts say he needs a miracle to be right. So if you thought the mainstream media couldn't lie to you anymore, then there's that too. Also, there's uh, there's and New York City building inspectors in Jewish neighborhoods literally looking in with binoculars. Um, and on top of all that, you got Joy Reid that's accusing Republicans of wanting people to die from COVID. Well, I got to tell you something because Soros, Biden, Democrat Party, Kamala Harris, whoever, the people on the left want open borders. I read this story and I wanted to share it all with you today. It comes from Breitbart News. Listen to this because Christmas is coming up in a little over a month. 
illegal alien, which, by the way, Donald Trump over 400 walls, southern border wall built. Thank God thank him for that. Illegal alien avoids death penalty, pleads guilty to murdering Ron Singh. Now listen to this. Heartbreaking, this. An illegal alien gang member has pleaded guilty to murdering 33-year-old Newman, California police officer Ranil Singh in December 2018 and will thus avoid the death penalty. Get this. Listen to how heartbreaking this is. The day after Christmas in 2018, Singh pulled Gustavo Perez Arriga over on suspicion of drunk driving. That is when police say Perez Arriga, an illegal alien from Mexico, shot Singh. Over his police radio, Singh called out, shots fired, and as police arrived at the scene of the traffic stop, they found the officer with a gunshot wound. Singh was transported to a nearby hospital where he later died. Listen to this. Leaving behind his wife, Anna Mika, and their newborn five-month-old son in the morning Newman community. Perez Arrega was arrested that month for killing Singh, illegal, and Singh was a legal immigrant from Fiji, but was officially charged with the murder of the law enforcement officer in January 2019. The illegal alien, whose authorities said is a known gang member, had been caught by police after a more than 50-hour manhunt. This month, Perez Arriga pleaded guilty to murdering Singh and discharging his illegal firearm with an intent to kill Singh in order to avoid arrest. Perez Arriga's plea deal means he will not receive the death penalty and will instead be issued a life sentence without the possibility of parole. Perez, Perez Ariga will also not be allowed to appeal the sentencing. Singh's widow said this, He loved his American dream of becoming a police officer. He was passionate and proud of his job. Our lives were perfect, perfect until the late hours of December 26th, 2018, a day after Christmas, when a police corporal, a husband, a father, a son, was brutally murdered for fulfilling responsibilities of protecting and serving his community. I mean this when I say this. Paris Ariga should rot in hell for what he did. A five-month-old son is never going to know who his father is because that selfish son of a gun wanted to kill an American citizen who legally, legally immigrated here from Fiji and loved being a police officer. He married, he had a kid, he was protecting and serving the community of Newman, California, and this is what happens because of an illegal alien. It's disgusting. You want open borders? You want more of this to happen? If you want open borders, you want more American citizens to die because of illegal 
aliens. It's beyond disgusting. How sad, how heartbreaking is this? Police officer living the American dream, protecting and serving his community. That's what the left advocates for. They advocate for illegal aliens. And guess what? They want to defund the police. There's your story right here. This story is a perfect example of the left. Illegal aliens, death, destruction, chaos, murders, breaking the law. That's what the left stands for. And on the right, you have Ronald Singh, Officer Singh. God bless his heart. That's what the right stands up for. Law and order, for love, and for our police, and for the American dream. God bless um, Officer Ronald Singh. And, you know, may, may, may he rest in peace. And God bless his family. And, you know, with everything that they've had to deal with. I, just so heartbreaking. Broke my heart when I read it earlier. God love him and God rest his soul. Um, our thoughts and prayers are with him at this time. But you know what? Epic Times, I think, called it bang right nail on the head. This is an election fallout that's a battle between freedom and communism. The left have never been more anti-freedom, all in for socialism and communism. And the right, conservatives and Republicans have never been more about freedom, more about liberty, and more about uh, opportunities. The American dream lives, and it lives within the Republican Party.